trigger warning for this podcast may contain explicit material unlike every other episode we've ever done what's up everybody thanks for pressing play today in today's episode of nerd nostalgia you're going to find brian Irvin and Trey doing a trio episode. In this trio episode, we're going to be talking about technology, cell phone, and a little nostalgia, obviously. As always, guys, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, co workers about us, help us grow our audience, follow us on social media, nerd.nostalgia. Switch to back to that. It's no longer. Uh, with the podcast at the end of it. So nerd.nostalgia on Instagram. We created a Facebook group. Make sure you go check us out there, Nerd Nostalgia Nation. It's a private group. Send us a quick little request and we will make sure that you are added on there. All right, guys, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I can't talk on the phone until after seven. Yep. Because we're going to use all my minutes. (laughs) Use all my minutes. What a phrase. These kids nowadays, man. If y'all are listening to this, if y'all are one of our younger fans, y'all, y'all don't know, man. We used to get charged the, the by struggle. the, the struggle. text by the fucking minute. You, you would, were only allotted a certain amount of minutes and you would, you would accidentally hit the internet button as fast as you could. No, 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 no. Don't join the beauty the is it took like 17 minutes to upload. It totally did. The internet. So, you know, you were fine after hitting it a few times. All right, what are we talking about? We're talking uh, technology, right? And uh, cell phones and all that bullshit. No, what I thought would be cool is to just talk about kind of our memories of our first time getting a cell phone, our first time getting a smartphone, and, you know, if we remember how that changed our lives. Since it's kind of nerdy and it's nostalgic. I, so I think a, like a memory for me is when my dad got the bag phone, right, for work. And so it was one of those things that, you know, you only saw like the car phones in like movies and shit, mm-hmm. you know, like in the rock. And he like answers the car phone. I'm only borrowing your on V or whatever. And then my dad came home with like the bag phone that had like the huge battery. I think it was like satellite, who knows, but he used it for work. So that again, it's a cellular phone, but it was one of those things. Okay. Get the number to it in case you need to call him when he's out of town or whatever. And he always had it on him. And so that was kind of a cool thing. That's that like kind of changed the way that we could communicate with my dad. Cause before that, I think it was beepers. Right. And then I remember I don't feel like it was, and I don't feel like it was too long after that, that my mom got that big gray brick. You remember those with like the antenna on top and they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, they, they were like legit. eight or nine inches mm-hmm. tall. And then they, the antenna was like another four inches that, but that didn't change anything. You know, there's no texting on that. There's no, it, like it is a, just a phone. Didn't have like a phone book in it. Like you had to know the numbers. And then after that, the one that I remember after that was the little Nokia that had Snake on it, right? That was cool because it had games on it, Snake on it. And so playing Snake on a phone was like, that was like the cool thing. And that and that thing was indestructible, which is a far cry from today's phones. 
you you could catch that on fire, throw it down a well, and bury the well for 20 years, open it back up, and it would still be on. Batteries <laughs> charged. And charged. 93%. And your snake game is still there. Like, it's it was, you know, that indestructible. But the first... The first phone that I had was after the Nokia. It was a Samsung. And I don't know, Brian, if you remember this phone, but it, it was very phallic shaped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I remember the Ericsson was phallic shaped. Maybe it was the Ericsson. So the Sony Ericsson. It was kind of like, it was like the gray. Gray and silver, white. Yeah, that was the color. Ericsson. Yeah. And that's the that was the first cell phone I had. And it had no games, nothing cool on it, but you You're could text. The phallic- you're saying the phallic phone didn't have snake on it? Uh-uh. Because it was so it was because Nokia was the one that had snake. Mm. And uh the Ericsson didn't have any that I remember any games. And but you could text. Yeah. But you could only like text like once a week because otherwise because it was like per text. Yeah, it was like a 10 cent per text thing. And so Imagine getting into a group chat now and having yeah. to pay 10 cents per text. <laughs> oh God. I'd be fucking broke. I'm right. I think going that, to, to having conversations with friends or just call them on the phone. Hey, do y'all remember it being free after seven o'clock? Do y'all remember that plan? That was huge, huge nights and weekends, nights and weekends. And after 7 PM mm-hmm. and yeah, I do remember that and being, yeah, being able to like, okay, I'll call you after seven. I can't yeah. talk on the phone until after seven. Yep. Cause we're going to use all my minutes. <laughs> use all my minutes. What a phrase. These kids nowadays, man, if, uh, my, if y'all yeah. are listening to this, if y'all are one of our younger fans, y'all, y'all don't know, man, we used to get charged the, the by struggle, the, the struggle. text by the fucking minute. You, you would, were only allotted a certain amount of minutes. And you month. would, you would accidentally hit the internet button. No, 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 no. Don't join the, the beauty internet. is it took like 17 minutes to right. upload. It totally to did. The internet. So, you know, you were fine after hitting it a few times. One of the first memories that I have, I got my first cell phone pretty early in sixth grade because I was playing sports at the time and I was constantly in a different sport. And so my parents would come to pick me up from school and I was at a basketball game or something. And I just didn't tell them. Also I have brown parents. So, you know, very loose nineties. They're like, Oh, he'll be fine. And so I would come home at like eight or nine o'clock. Sometimes they're like, Hey man, where the fuck you been? I'm like, Oh man. Yeah. Just, you know, basketball game. Then, uh, then dinner with friends and now I'm home. Hey, they're like, okay, here's a cell phone. Call us when you're going to be somewhere else and you don't need us to pick you up. Sweet. So I started doing that and then stayed at an after school program one time and was on my phone, I guess, playing Snake more than likely. At an after school program. Okay, keep going. Okay, keep going. And a teacher, Mrs. Shorts, came over and she, and she was saw saying, You're being a Mrs. naughty Shorts boy. Saw- Oh, Jesus. No, this is actually what happened. She was fucking pissed that I was playing on the phone. We were supposed to be doing homework. I'd already finished it. I failed to tell her that. She was like, but I was like, uh, she was like, put your phone up. I was like, no. She was like, if you don't put up your phone, I'm going to take it. I was like, you can't touch my phone. I was like, this is my property. Obviously, in sixth grade, I was a little piece of shit that talked back to fucking private Catholic school teachers because. Oh, no, Irvin, you're still a piece of shit. 
Oh, good. Ah, ah. Some things just you can you can take the boy out of the neighborhood, but <laughs> you can't anyways. Jeez. That one really flopped. Good, good save, Irvin. Woohoo! And so no, so yeah, Mrs. Shorts. Shout out, Mrs. Shorts. Go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> Jesus. She tried to take my phone, and so I said no. And so I went into the bathroom, and I called my brother. I was like, yo, dude. I was like, uh, this teacher's trying to take my phone. Come pick me up, like, right now. I don't know what my brother's doing. My brother is severely older than I am. He's 12 years older. He was like, okay. So he comes up to the school, rolls up. The teacher took my phone. I was sitting down. Uh, he comes to pick me up, and she's like, hey, I need to talk to you. Like, Irvin had his phone out. He's like, did you take his phone? And obviously this shit was expensive back in the day. And she was like, yeah, I did. And my brother just fucking chewed her out in front of all these kids. I was like, fuck yeah. So I walked off like a fucking Yeah, because G. cell phones are got so my, Got my cell phone back. Was like, I win. And that's one of the best memories that I have um, about my cell phone back in the day. Mrs. Schwartz what? was also a piece of shit. She literally hated kids, but was a teacher, a math teacher. And she, if you didn't do something right, she would make you feel terrible. And anybody that went to my, that middle school can fucking attest to that. Irvin, like she was not a good you. human being. Irvin, I love you, but you don't come across as the hero of this story. I, I, I comprehend teacher, that like now. This teacher is like walking through her classroom and you're being a piece of shit. It wasn't her classroom. Phone. This was like after school stuff, dude. This was like Wait, extended daycare. You need to respect the thought. Fuck that. Anyway, don't take my fucking property now. That's common, but like back then, that shit was like hundreds of dollars. Well, not not to you though. It was free to you because you were a child, and your parents just gave you a free phone. Semantics. And back then, they gave you the free phone when you signed up for a new phone line, and then they would they you'd sign up that. for two. They still do not that. anymore. No, they don't. Oh, they still do that. Yes. No. They still do that. What they do is they give you a phone and then they say, yeah, and you'll only pay $20 a month for the next two years, which adds up to the exact fucking cost of the phone. Irvin, have you not done the math on this? Buddy, they still will give you a free phone. It doesn't have to be an iPhone, you fucking sheeple. It can be a different phone, but they'll give you a free phone. It is the Nokia that they dug up under the well. Go ahead, Google that shit. That's what they give you. Go ahead. I can see you fucking typing away over there. Google it. Google it. Do you see me typing on this? So yeah, it's a, it's the switch, same it's an, contracts. Yeah, they'll give you they'll give you a phone. It's like the burner phone that yeah. is a, from from the nineties. It can't movies. fucking connect to the internet, Irvin. <laughs> no, it can't do anything. By the way, my burner phone is an iPhone. It's for all you fucking side bitches. You can you fucking Trey, get? I Brian. I need to start having blue texts whenever you text me. I don't Piece like shit. That's what I'm I saying. Like, I'm, I'm like meeting a friend to, that she's going to give me a pink iPhone. And I'm literally going to have it just to talk to you fucktards that are like, I need my blue bubble. It's not blue bubble. Help And me. I want to I FaceTime you, but I can't. Well, no. You could just, you can always FaceTime Irvin on his iPad, Apple Watch, Mac, uh, MacBook, MacBook Pro. How the fuck uh, would MacBook I have an Apple Mini. Watch without my thing? Go fuck okay. yourself. I have okay. an iPad and an iMac. The iMac is, or I don't even know if that's what it's called. The MacBook, that's what they're called. The MacBook it's a MacBook is, Pro. Is for podcasting purposes. 
GarageBand is a free fucking uh, thing on there. It's a free it's a free service that comes with a two thousand dollar computer, or you could have gotten <laughs> any PC and gotten Audacity for free. You dumb piece of shit. Yeah, but Audacity. But it doesn't look as pretty. Again, based off of the research, Audacity people people are like, ah, I like it, but GarageBand is a little bit better. It's it's a little bit more streamlined. It's so easier. Just buy the two thousand dollar computer. So yeah, let's buy the two thousand dollar P computer so, you sheeple piece of shit and then and then from there the ipad is literally to communicate with my nephew and nieces and stuff because the, the back, the back of my laptop glows with a little but you've, you've no I, they don't even do that anymore they don't well, even, they you don't got even gypped no you just you've got a defective macbook without with like the, the backlight was busted again Ugh. that's fine i just needed and, it for garage band hang on, you hang can't on. you can't get a fucking Three hundred dollar iPhone. I don't want the iPhone. I don't want it. It fucking sucks compared to everything. Y'all's technology is behind on the cell phone. When you're like, oh, my phone's waterproof. Sweet, bro. I had that shit like six generations ago. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome to the fucking group. Go throw your fucking phone in the water. Let's see if it. First of all, stop being so reckless that you throw your phone into the water at any point. Like, phones shouldn't have to be waterproof. No. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to. I'm just telling you what I can do. Although Loki, um, my last iPhone, which was the iPhone six that I had forever, and it was itself a hand-me-down. I think it was also my first iPhone. Anyway, powering through, I I I like legit dropped that from ten feet up in the air from the top of a bunk bed onto a tile floor. It was it survived. It was my Nokia, like my dead Nokia phone. That's like still got a 37% charge in a landfill Facts. somewhere. Facts. Um, <laughs> yeah. That thing, like, that thing became an angel, flew down to where I was, and guided my iPhone safely to the ground because that shit should not have survived. That's funny. Um, a friend had an iPhone 3, and she said that was her favorite one. That was the one that changed the game, but it was shattered to pieces. And so now they have the glass protecting screen stuff. So the glass shatters and not the actual, I guess, like screen of your uh, smartphone. Hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's like a, um, protecting. like a film, like a built-in film. Well, it's like it's it's stronger Over. than the film. It's, it's right, but it it like but it's yeah, like the yeah, safety yeah. glass, like it's the a safety force field. It's a force field of sorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd. Uh, but do you remember getting so I had the yeah, I had the Ericsson and then I had the I think oh what did I have after that? It, it, had, it evolved to oh, flip phones at that point. I had an Ericsson. I had a I had a I had another Ericsson and it was the Star Wars edition. Because the one of the movies was coming could out. You, at the could same you time. imagine how much money that thing is worth right now? If it was like, well, and, can I say it was the Star shit? Wars edition? All it had was like a couple of Star Wars ringtones on it, and that oh, was, was it. The droid. Yeah. Well, no. Hang on. Remember, they made a special droid phone, and they had to license it from Star Wars, so it probably increased the cost of the phone by about $200 without increasing the value of it at all. But I guarantee if that phone still existed, if it's still in the box or if somebody even still had that phone, cause I, no one probably has it. Maybe, maybe a really avid collector. 
would be worth so much money. But it had a camera. Um, I do remember that it had a camera, and it and basically it had the ringtones of. Yeah, I think this is it. It was the Z500A. And um, through Singular, Singular Wireless, RAP, Singular Wireless. But um, it had like the TIE Fighter sound effects. It, it, and so the thing was, is like, this is the 2000s, right? And so the new movies mm-hmm, or the... Mm-hmm the prequel trilogy was coming out and had been out or whatever, but they put sound effects from the original trilogy on it. Like it was TIE fighters from the original, and awesome. it was C-3PO whenever he's doing the calculations, odds of survival line. That was like the only thing that made it any different. And I guess you could buy covers or whatever, but I never had a cover. I never got a new, like a faceplate, like a new face, like you could do with the Nokia's or you could change up the faceplate. That's dope. But uh, I think that that, I think it may have had games on it. I don't remember. Or you probably had to download the games and I was never allowed to do that. No, that was, that was monies. And I didn't have monies. And then I got the Sliver, which was the first phone with iTunes on it. It was the prequel. It was the first, yeah, the first phone that ever had iTunes. But it was before the iPhone. It was kind of interesting. So it was like the, it was like the Razer, but it wasn't a flip phone. It looked just like it was like a flat faced razor, but it had iTunes on it, which I thought interesting. was interesting. I I don't think I ever had the I'm, I might have had the razor. I feel like but I remember having razor. Nokia Nokia yeah. flip phones mm-hmm. and then at some point possibly having the razor. Actually I think I did because I, I, I remember holding it and everything in my hand. They weren't as thin as everybody were like said they were. I remember it had like They were pretty thin though. Yeah, for, for everything that it was, yeah. But like it was thicker on the bottom and then the top, like where the screen was, that was the thin part. And then I remember it like rolling up being thick at the bottom. The one flip phone that I do remember, I was like, I'm an, I'm an adult and I had a job. I don't know. I was like 18 and I decided, and I think that's the age you can be to go get your own phone. And so I wanted to make my own way in life. And so I went out to Nextel and I got a like $300 phone or something like that. It was a flip phone. And if you hit the side, it would flip up automatically for you. And then of course, because it was Nextel, it had, had the chirp to, on the side. Was, yeah, I remember that. I fucking loved that phone. I loved Nextel. And I remember chirping people all the time. And that was so dope. And it didn't cost you because, again, remember, guys, this was in in the time of minutes costing you stuff, in the time of text messages costing you stuff. So walkie-talkie, that was free because it was on radio waves or in something, I don't know, science. And so you chirp somebody, hey, bro, what are you doing, blah, blah, blah. Boom, they would either answer or not. Hey, bro, what are you doing or not? And so whenever they picked up, you would have a full-blown conversation without touching your minutes, without touching your text stuff. And you're good to go. The problem is it was such a finite amount of people that actually had Nextel that that's where the problem ran into. It's like no one really had it. But I loved that phone. Then eventually Sprint bought out Nextel. And they even tried to incorporate that technology into their stuff. And it never really panned out. 
how it didn't pan out, I, I still don't understand because it just makes sense. But, uh, and even there's apps that are popular that like Marco Polo, which is essentially the same thing, but video. Um, but yeah, that, uh, that Nextel phone, I remember that that was a big deal because it was, uh, it was expensive. I could get on the internet with it. And, you know, back then it was pretty fast. Um, I remember, I remember having that phone and I remember having it on a holster on my hip. So I had a hip like belt buckle holster thing and clipping it in there, a belt, uh, a phone clip. That's what it was called. And so, yeah, that was a, that was a big deal. And then you would tuck in your shirt, but you would have your phone showing because that was cool. And now it's only cool for dudes over 55. In jumpsuits. <laughs> in jumpsuits. But yeah, it's only, or maybe 60 now. Maybe it was 55, now it's 60. They have belt clips. I'm almost positive my dad has a belt clip for his iPhone. I, I'm sure he does. Like 100% positive. But you remember, you remember the scene in Hook, right? When he's leaving to go on the trip and wait, the yeah. scene in Hook with an iPhone? No, no, with the with the phone clip where he has it in his holster, and they draw and who can who can pick up the phone, open the flip phone, and pull the antenna up and then get it to their ear faster, like draw. You remember? I'm shaking no. my head. No, you remember? You remember. I don't. Brian, but what's uh, Trey? I love and value. Brian, what's what's some of your memories? We Trey just discussed some of his, you know, with his dad, with you know Snake. I talked about you know being a piece of shit little middle schooler, and then uh, yeah, tell us tell us some some of your good stuff. We've really covered all of my actual experiences with a phone growing up. The indestructible Nokia that I would throw into the air. No, it was a singular wireless. I guess that was the provider. We'd throw up in the air. I remember throwing it up in the air six feet and watching it fall and being unharmed. But that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about the phone I coveted, the phone I wanted more than anything. I wanted this phone more than I wanted Marty McFly's power laces. Damn, Gina. From Back to the Future Part 2. That's damn. I always wanted the phone the cell phone from the first matrix movie do you guys remember that when right. it slides out the of the buttons. fedex yeah yeah it, it, sh- it slides out do you and that? Yeah, 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 in, yeah in retrospect exactly that, that phone is huge it's it's like it's probably a whole like 10 inches long and completely unwearable in your pocket you'd have to get a belt clip for it or that's probably why they had to wear trench coats in the matrix to hide <laughs> their big ass phones. <laughs> so I think, I think, the- I think it's the, the thing that you're like the slide out, you know, you press the button on the side and it slides out. Right. And then you have to do the turn like Kiana does, but is kind of the same like aesthetic as what you're talking about with the next phones where you press the button on the side and it flips open for you. Like it's on a, it's on like a hinge. And this is like on our, like, it has a, it's like spring loaded. It's a spring loaded phone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That and reminds me of the, the sidekick. Do you remember the sidekicks? Where it's Those were huge. Yeah. It yeah. spun around. That was pretty cool, but it had the full keyboard. Stupid. It was like, yeah, full QWERTY keyboard. And you could play video games on it with the, like the D pads on the side. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's pretty okay. cool. Sidekicks. Those were so the, huge. That's the thing. Like 
nowadays phones phones do way more obviously i mean they yeah. do way more than we could we could have imagined in the early 2000s right bro you can send somebody to the moon with the technology in your phone like well, no phones don't have uh, rocket propellant or any of the other numerous Brian, engineering um, feats that are necessary to shut this, this bad boy onto a Saturn somebody, rocket. Somebody, uh, he already has a gold star. Can somebody get him a cookie? Is that possible? Thank you. Thank uh, you, time Janice, for in the background. Irvin, you piece of shit. You're he the hasn't producer. gotten to parade you yet. You can't have the producers get me cookies if you are the producer. You're insane. Oh, I have fucking Janet in the background here. That's our intern. Obviously, stupid. It's Stupid. Hey, look, we're still friends. Uh, that's loose term. Anyways, continuing. You think on. friendship's a loose term? That's probably the same attitude Fri- that got you in trouble you. in middle school. First of all, I didn't get in trouble. That's the whole fucking moral of that story. But what I was saying, trying- what I was saying is that phones obviously can do a whole lot more than than they ever could. But no, there's not. You know, whatever. Ph- phones nowadays are not made with like a cool. Um, articulation, right? Mm-hmm. There's no the flip phones. I mean, they're around, like they're still around, but they're not around. Like on your popular, you know, Samsungs and you know your Galaxies and your iPhones and things like that. That's kind of what's missing in cell phones nowadays. Like if my iPhone like had a spring-loaded action in it, or if it had a flip action, or if it had a spin up like a like a sidekick did like that was i think that was what made phones cool back in the day because like yeah the the first big thing was the flip phone and then they took it from there and they did the slide phone thing where the mouthpiece would slide out and then they did the the spin up and then they had the like you said the next hill right where you push to flip like that's mm-hmm. you don't find that anymore. Like you don't have that. I can sit there and play with my actual phone, like not play on my phone and like access my phone, but like play with my phone as like, a, it's all, it's all about screen size. Touch yeah. is the big thing, right? Because Blackberry for a long time was a big, big contender. Uh, now I don't even hear about Blackberries. They're pretty much done. The, the company's still around. They do they, they are in technology space, but they, yeah, they don't, they don't. What held them for what held them for a long time was being government contract mm-hmm. for a long time. And they, like them. You, could, you could only have a, um, a quote unquote smartphone if it was a Blackberry mm-hmm. because their, their security was so locked. And so iPhones couldn't be used by government officials for a very long time. And then eventually, you know, we're in the modern age and now everybody does and, you know, who gives a shit. And so, so I'm super curious, what was the first actual smartphone? Like what, cause I have been an Android guy day one. I never cared for fucking Apple products uh, aside from iPod, 43 iPads, Apple products, you own. MacBooks, just never the iPhone. For some reason it never, it never did it for me. And so what was the actual first smartphone? What is considered the first smartphone? Also, I think a great documentary would be to do the history of of phones. Like they, they, um, there is one. Cell phones. There's one. There is one. There's one. I'll oh, find dude, it. I'll find it here in a minute. But okay. uh, the first smartphone created by IBM was invented in 1992 and released for purchase in 1994. It was called the Simon Personal Communicator SPC. While not very compact and sleek, the device still featured several elements that became staples to every smartphone that followed. That doesn't count, in my opinion. 
continue on. What was the second one? That's probably guys, more than likely it. Guys, I got to turn in. I got an early morning tomorrow. Okay. We'll finish this conversation. Yep. Love you, bitches. Brian, thank you for joining us. We'll see you on the next one. Bye, guys. Good for him. He had a deadline of like 11 o'clock. He was like, I'm going to bed at 11 because he knows how we get. 11.03. And he, he went to bed. Um, chip, in, chip in wireless technology became small enough to use in handheld devices. The first commercially available device that could be properly referred to as a smartphone began as a prototype called Angler. Developed in 1992, IBM, and it was... Um, available beginning in the mid to late nineties. Many people had mobile phones carried a separate PDA of device running early version of operating systems, such as Palm OS, Newton I remember OS. Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. PDAs was a huge thing back then. Windows CE pocket PC. These operating into systems. the two thousands. I mean, yeah, I remember it. Yeah. Like I'd have to say somewhere, somewhere in the two thousands is when, the PDA and the smartphone kind of combined and became one. Yeah, December of 2000. Was, was the iPhone the, the, the original of that? No, Ericsson. The, their, their whole oh, thing was like X, they combined Ericsson. the iPod and that, and anybody who loved music, which is fucking everybody, was like, <laughs> right. I need that because I have an iPod, and I, just, you know, and I need a phone. So, like, yeah, let me combine the two, and then fucking you know, the sheeple were born. Steve Jobs, what a fucking innovator. So, uh, Ericsson R, R380 in December of 2000 by Ericsson Mobile Communications. First phone running the operating system later named Symbian. Symbian. Uh, it had a PDA that. functionality and limited web browsing on a resistive touchscreen utilizing a uh, stylus. It will allow its market as a smartphone. Users could not install that. their own software on the device. So, and then the Kyocera 6035 in February 2001, the Nokia 9210 communicator in June 2001, and the Handsprings Treo 180 in 2002. I remember that. I remember the Treo. But I had, so after the, after the sliver, um, I had a uh, Blackberry. And I had that thing. I had that thing. I had that thing all the way up until... I guess it was like iPhone three, and that was the first iPhone I got. Was the iPhone the third the third gen iPhone, and so that was. I mean, when the iPhone when did the iPhone come out? We were in college, right? Mm. Or really close Either to it. senior year high school, or yeah, or freshman year of college. I remember having the HTC Evo. And the Palm Pre, no, before the iPhone had come out and Palm. Palm was essentially the smartphone version of the BlackBerry. Like it was like BlackBerry-esque, but not quite. It wasn't iPhone-esque. It was like right in the middle. Oh, and it had great fucking technology. I loved my Palm Pre. It was like a BlackBerry and an iPhone combined. And they had certain technology that they ended up utilizing in a lot of the smartphone technology now, which is the swipe. It's like the, uh, the windows, you know, like you have like multi-panel stuff and you could swipe stuff away. They were the first ones that were able to do that. And then eventually, obviously coders and shit were like, Oh, we can figure this kind of stuff out and do it slightly different. So they did. Yeah. So that, yeah, the first, the first, 
first iPhone came out in June of 2007. So we were in college already. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I mean, I had, but I had... The iPhone is only 13 years old? Yeah. Yeah, just over 13 it's, years old. It's so ingrained in our society that I thought it was like a good 20 years old, you know? I mean, yeah, it, I, I feel like... I feel like it does. I feel like it, it has, it, it came on the market and then it just, it really never, there was never really a lull, right? There was never like a, and it hasn't fallen off yet. Like it's still going strong and it's so ingrained in the, you know, zeitgeist. Yeah, exactly. Of, you know, popular culture. But I mean, I I'm not like a an iPhone fanboy or anything like that, because I came from a BlackBerry, which was fucking hard to use. Like once you figured it out and once you got it, you got it. And I would probably be yeah, the yeah. same way. The learning the, curve was 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 difficult though. Yeah, but uh, I mean, the once you get used to it, you get used to it. And like I could do everything that I needed to do, whatever I was really good at it because I used it for so long. But like if I pick up your Android or anybody's Android, I'm fucking lost because I've, well, I've never had one. I've never used one because I went from BlackBerry to iPhone and have been with iPhone ever since. And like, I always like, even Austin, Austin's always been a Android guy. He didn't, he's never had an Apple product or he's never had an, an iPhone. He's, he's had every other, he's like you, he's had every other Apple product except for the iPhone. And, man. and so like he'll show me stuff on his phone or whatever. And I'm like trying to like swipe to the next picture or whatever. <laughs> Inevitably I'll fuck it up. Like, cause I'll do the motion that I know on my iPhone and it, it fucking screws everything up. It's different. And none of the, I, none of the buttons make any sense, but it definitely like you talked about how getting in trouble playing snake on your Nokia mm-hmm. and like, that was your time waster. Right. And that's all we had. And like, and I didn't even have that on some of the phones that I, that I owned, but like, that was it. Like you have like a, I remember having like a pool game, like a table pool. Yeah. I think I remember a billiards that. game mm-hmm. on, uh, on one of mine on. It might've been Blackberry, honestly. No, maybe, no, no. Blackberry didn't have any games. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Blackberry was like, we're here for the professional working man. Yeah, that shit worked and, up until like iPhone was like, "Hey, man, we can do everything they do, but better." And you get all the fun stuff too. I I will say that I missed my keyboard. Right, that was the big that was the big change for that was me. A big transition. And so like the trackball, like they had the trackball and then the keyboard. I want to know what the next evolution of phones is going to be because look, we started off as embedded in your brain. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, I, what I've seen is a wrist thing, and I'll talk about it here in a second, but you had the big brick, right? Mm-hmm. The ginor- the the true brick, the gray mm-hmm. brick. Like, you yeah. had to fucking pull the antenna out. It was like No, six. it was fixed. It was rubber, and it was fixed. You're right. And You're it was right. like the, four the inches long. antenna was on the next generation. It was like a foot-long phone. It literally was a foot-long. It was huge. It was gray as well. Yep. Next one was black. Nokia was like the fucking guys to make shit. And it was huge. It wasn't as big, and right. then you had to pull the antenna out on that on that generation. Uh, from there, that. they kept getting smaller and smaller and smaller. 
And so from the brick, I want to say the flip phones was the next big thing, right? From flip. Yeah. It went to, I guess, uh, some type of springboard, either like flip automatic or the sidekick. Sidekick was like the kind of first smart-ish device, if you will. And then you had black. It was geared towards like internet browsing and stuff. Exactly. And then like games and things like that. So like it was, it was more of a recreational thing. Exactly. I remember that like that was the, the sidekick was, that was what it was designated as. And then the counterpart to that was built in keyboard, still web access, but made for the professional Blackberry. Then from there, you had, I guess, some type of smartphones that didn't really make an impact, uh, but are counted as the first smartphones. And then you have the big one, which is the fucking iPhone, touch to screen, access the web, play your fucking music. um, And that really changed the game. Like, that was the big game changer. Did I miss anything that you can think of? I mean, I think going from... Going from the flat, you know, flat kind of bulkier brick phones, the black and green display that had the mm-hmm. backlight on it for whenever it was dark and the color, the keys lit up to yeah, a color display. A yep. Um, and then, and then not even really even a color display because I had one that had like a blue background, like a light blue background with with yeah. just black letter, you know, writing lettering on it. And so it was a little bit different. Nineties with fucking Game Boys, dude. Like again, yeah, the eighties Game Boys to nineties, and then to the two thousands. Two thousands was like LCD. Nineties was color, and then before that, it was the the green and black. Right. And they were trying, yeah. I mean, fitting, but fitting that on like a postage stamp size, like. But again, nothing. Nothing today is manufactured that I can think of other than maybe like cheapo Casio watches with that kind of display anymore. Like everything is a color display. Like even, even like work phones, like desk phones that have like a, if they have any kind of screen on them, they're color. Like they don't have, you know, I still have, I still have a green and black one. I, I don't even turn that thing on. Like I have my, so I work for, company a but i work on site at company b um which is our client and company a gives us stuff and they're like hey this is your this is your landline i don't even fucking have that shit turned on i'm like fuck you like i'm not gonna turn that on no i mean it's so like mean, here's my a, cell phone if you need me call my cell phone yeah or, I mean, I have me, a landline. and then call my cell phone i have a landline but i have it hooked up to where everything comes to my cell phone anyway so it's still sitting in my office but it it's all forwarded and I actually have an app like I, I haven't turned that thing off and turn turned that thing on in like years. Right. years. Um but yeah, I mean I think so I think that's that was another that was another change was so it was the brick with black and green, black and we'll say black and white, and then brick color display or somewhat color display, and then flip phone and then eccentric flip phone, <laughs> you know, just the different 
variations of that. Mm-hmm. And then, and then touchscreen, um, which there was already touchscreen stuff, but all of it required a stylus. Yep. And, and it would, and I think that all that it started stuff was, off with stylus and then it switched to figure. actual touchscreen, but you had to fucking basically peg that shit in order yeah. for it to tap. I remember that where it would like kind of pop. You could feel it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Remember that. And, um, yeah, I mean, phones today are, yeah, I mean, and, and everybody says, oh, it's such a far cry from where we came from because it used to be just a phone and now it's, it's a status symbol and it's a, yeah, you talk to people on it, but you work from it and you play on it and you get your news on it and you do everything like, like I remember before before I was in an industry that required me to be on the computer all day or all the time when I was out and about and everything like that, I had a computer at the office and, and I would go back there and do all my stuff, but I didn't have any of that stuff on my phone. Like I didn't have my work email on my phone. I like, and this, and this was only five, 10 years ago, right? Like, now I couldn't even fathom not having my work email on my phone. Like, it's just weird. It's just weird to not even to not be connected like that. And it's good. And it's bad. Like it's good. And it's bad. I don't, does everyone need to be connected all the time like that? No, it's not a good thing. <laughs> it's not a good thing, but it's necessary. These kids nowadays, it's, it's super interesting, but um, I want to say God bless the aliens that are, that are, you know, rolling out this technology to us because if you fucking look literally like 20 years back just 20 because we're old as shit if you look 20 years back at the phones that we had you're like it's a day and night and then if you look 30 years back to the 90s holy fuck what did you have and this is what we have now it's ridiculous so i'm gonna start with that number two the future is actually not to have a phone anymore these are going to end up becoming archaic. Like you carried something around to, to get you the information technology and web browsing access. The coolest one that I've seen is uh, it's kind it look, kind of looks like the old school Fitbits where it was just like a wrist thing and you twist it and basically your phone display pops up on your forearm like a projector and you tap and it works. And it works like your phone would. I'd be curious to see if that technology ends up coming out. But there's still a shit ton of money to be made in the hardware. That's me tapping on my super awesome Samsung Note 10. I think that's what it is. So there's still money to be made on the hardware. So I don't think that's going away anytime soon. But the technology does exist for other stuff. The phone industry just isn't ready to shift to that, in my opinion. So the, one of the things that, that I always think of and, and I always reference and because it is one of my favorite books of all time is Ender's Game. Yes. And Ender's Game. I gave that to my, to, to my cousin, to my nephew last year, by the way. Yeah, Loved it. Love it. Great book. It's, great it's book. such a great one, book. And, easily one of my top three favorite books of all time. Yeah. And so one of my favorite things about the 
Ender's saga, as it were, but um, Ender's game in, in particular is Orson Scott Card's um, um, portrayal of technology, right? Mm-hmm. Some of it is... Um, it's when was it? Hang on, let me figure out when it was written real quick. 1989? 1977. Damn, so, off by 11 years. Yeah, 1977. Uh, the short story, Ender's Game, and then was expanded into the novel in 1985. So he wrote a short story uh, in 1977. Okay, okay. And then he published the novel in 1985. Again, he, he talks about in the first book, um, Ender's Game, all of the students having a desk. And the desk is actually what we think of as an iPad. Yeah. Because it's yeah. a personal flat top thing that you can write on and surf the web and send notes and messages, emails and watch videos and whatever it's basic it is an ipad and he describes it back in you know 1977 1985 between those times and it's it is it is a tablet and it's a you know full functioning tablet that he plays games on and everything and so it's like that was that was a really cool thing that he took from that and and became a reality right um however many years later when the ipad finally came out or when the real tablets because there was tablets for a while they just never really took off the ipad yeah. was the one that really really got it going um but another thing that he talks about is the jewel in ender's ear and and i think that that starts in Spirit uh, of the dead the bluetooth stuff yeah 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 and and so he has that assistant, Jane, that is like a personal assistant. Um, Theory. Yeah, she. Hey Google. See, yeah, hi Amazon. I don't know. She, Alexa, Alexa. Sorry, didn't mean to offend you. Yeah. The um. This version of Siri, Alexa, whatever personal assistant is an intelligent AI like creation. Right. And he communicates with her at all times through Jarvis pretty much. Um, and he, he has like an Im, implant in his head to where he's never without her. But I think that the manifestation of like the device itself is like an earring. And so he can even be, not talking out loud to her, but he can move his mouth like he is talking. So his mouth's closed and he can move his jaw and she can understand because it's inside of his head. She can understand what he's trying to ask her, what he's trying to talk to her, whatever. Now, I don't know if there was any kind of visual display or if it was like, you know, it's like, Hey Siri, what's the weather outside like now, you know, or what time is it? And yeah, yeah, yeah. set a reminder for five o'clock PM. I need to go get some peas or whatever like that stuff, you know, we can do now with our phones and watches and whatever. Um, but an actual, you know, implanted device, like a fake tooth or a, or an earring or something like that. You know, they tried the Google glass stuff 
and you know they've tried they've tried the glasses with the display and it just it never goes it never goes well it always ends up because you look like a douche walking around a big old like if they can make it where it never where it just looks like a pair of glasses like just a pair of glasses without the big honking thing on the one side then maybe maybe you can get away with it but until the technology's there that's just not gonna it's not gonna work yeah, we just gotta wait for our alien uh, overlord <laughs> to release that fucking technology, and I think we'll be fine. So, I guys, we, I know y'all are listening. I think we just please release something. it. I think I think the uh, the group is ready. Um, I don't know, but if not, just give it to me and Trey, and you know, we'll we'll experiment with it, and then y'all can put stuff up our butt, and we'll forget. I think I think that's what they do. I don't know. Why do y'all do that? Don't do that. That's this took a turn. This this took a turn. This little rant took a turn. You took a. Hard right, hard left. I don't know. Yeah, dude. Oh man, it's it's super interesting to see where we started off and where we're at now. Still waiting for the um, Minority Report computers. Which ones? I the one thing I remember that they did the Minority Report phone, and that was pretty much the iPhone. The next thing I remember being big was uh, Tony Stark's phone from one of the Avengers movies. Might have been the original. It was like clear. It was like clear glass. It might have been the original Iron Man movie, actually. It's like clear glass, and he's pulling up shit on it. I was like, when the fuck does that come out? Because that's dope as fuck. It's like a piece of glass. Yeah. That Minority Report was kind of like that, too. It was a piece of glass Yeah, kind of idea. But their their big thing was that they were able to – they're looking at everything on this giant screen on this clear glass screen, right? Like a wall. I think military has that right now. And, but they have gloves to manipulate like the windows and the icons and like basically point and click and type and all that stuff. It's like, it's the, the gloves are like the stylus is basically what they are. Right. Right. And, but it's remote. So you're like standing back looking at this giant screen and being able to do it. I want to say that military, and I feel like I've had conversations with people before that they have that technology, like a big fucking, you know, three display monitor that isn't a monitor, it's just a fucking projection, but they're able to manipulate it kind of like Tony Stark does in the Marvel movies. But I could be wrong about that also. I don't know. I feel like, I feel like it probably exists. It's, it's too within our grasp for not, for it not to exist in some form it's probably not as cool as Tony Stark's or as Minority Report but I mean the premise of Minority Report is based off of telling the future so there's that but they had like flying cars and shit like that's my thing where are my fucking flying cars no 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 they just made an announcement uh look this up right now as i talk so i want to say that some company made an announcement or some country i could be wrong about this made an announcement that flying cars are literally within i don't know i would say five years away from debuting it might have been japan uh, not Russia because they're fucking backwards in their fucking uh, technology. And if y'all are listening, just kidding, guys. I like y'all so much. Your women are very hot. Um, what country fucking said that they're flying cars? It's a thing. Well, I'm seeing, I'm seeing one from the UK from BBC. 
No. Uh, I want to say it was Japan. This is this is in this is in November of 2020. No, dude, this was announced like recently. Uh, flying cars. Damn, I wish. Whatever. I, I still I, again. It's 2020, and we don't have flying cars. We don't. What the fuck? Yeah, we're over here fighting over fucking uh, TP at <laughs> supermarkets. Yeah, yeah and for that matter, 2020, why is using the bathroom still a thing? Like, come First on. of all, why is toilet paper still a thing? Where the fuck are my three seashells? <laughs> and why the fuck does the United States not have the best goddamn bidet in the fucking known man existence ever? So, yeah. Not gonna lie, I barely use fucking toilet paper. I'm all about the baby wipes. But even then, I'm like... Oh, the environment. Killing them. What? Ca- causing the um the um sewer infrastructure to collapse with all your I, I don't wipes. I don't I don't I don't float I don't flush the baby wipes. I throw them away. That's gross. I don't like that. Gross amount. I mean I get it, but if gross amount. I mean it, is it that much different than you we're not going to get into this right now. <laughs> Technology, phones, that's what we're talking about. Flying cars. Put phones in my flying car. We went that's from fucking phones to flying cars. That's uh, that's pretty... I'm just pretty... thinking about it. Like, Fifth Element and... Um, oh, fifth Element. But hell, even fucking... Um, but in the Fifth Element, they fucking just keep building Blade up. Runner. Like... What's funny is scientists literally are like, we're fucking dumb as shit. We cannot think creatively. And so they'll look to fucking novelists and be like, what'd you come up with? Oh, yeah, where you can you can touch the screen and you can message people and like any question you ask, you get it answered. Oh, yeah, I can fuck. I can do that. I can build that. I can build that but they can't think of it themselves. It's so interesting how fucking science and uh, creativity or imagination. They're, they're different, but they're, they're so closely intertwined. It's like yin and yang, you know, what are you eating? It looks delicious. Ice. Oh, not that delicious. Well, Trey, um, I think we've uh, just about touched on several different topics of cell phones. We covered a lot of that history. From there, we switched into technology, what we want, what we think is happening. And yeah, Yeah. any additional thoughts? No, I think think an episode on like technology as a whole – how that's changed, you know, just, I mean, just in our lifetime, I mean, but that like actually takes, you know, that takes some research. Cause like you think about it from like a, what counts like, as fucking, does, well, does like Atticus count as technology, you know, like, like the, I mean, you could do the video game, video game technology, right. That's a whole, yeah. you know, that's a, that's a whole thing on itself. And then you can break that down into console and PC and handheld you know, each one of those different, different ways. And then, you know, how handheld is, 
how handheld is still around, even though like our phones can do it's much more processing power than most of the handheld devices out there. Um, like why can't I get freaking, um, what is it? The, the Nintendo switch games on my phone. Like I know that my phone is capable of computing enough to play switch games. I think that has, I think that's just like copyright stuff. I've seen some bootleg stuff where it's like, I mean, I know. Yeah. I mean, it's like the same. And I mean, I've seen them put doom on a, what was it? They played doom on a pregnancy test. No, like they ported a copy of doom to one of the electronic pregnancy tests and were able to play doom on the little screen. Like, if you if you can do that, if you that's can do that, that's pretty fucking impressive. I'm not gonna lie. That's you cool. can like look that up. Like, let's see. Doom. I was gonna go with something way less impressive. I know that you can play Pokemon Blue, Red, maybe Yellow on your phone on your smartphone. Like you just have to download a fucking you know emulator, secure emulator. Yeah, exactly. And that's my thing. Like, why hasn't somebody ported it to an app? Like, why hasn't, like, Niantic or or even Nintendo? It shit costs money, dude. You get sued if you fucking do it illegally. But no, if you're the company that built it. Niantic isn't the company that built it. They they're fucking, the Pokemon company. They're not the Pokemon company. They're in partnerships with the Pokemon company. Niantic is Niantic. Pokemon company is Pokemon company. The only reason I know this it's is because Nintendo, I tried... Then. I tried to invest in how how did we do this last time? We tried to invest in the Pokemon company, but I, I don't know something something was fucking weird. But they're all separate. Niantic is basically borrowing. It's like they're paying royalty royalties on whatever they make, which they're still making a shit ton of money. Or they did. I don't know. If they still are. I'm pretty sure they still are because it's still going. But yeah, it's it's separate. Nintendo. Nintendo owns it. The Nintendo owns the Pokemon company. And what about Niantic? Because they're the ones who invented Pokemon Go. They invented Pokemon Go. I, I like again. I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, okay, why can't Niantic and Nintendo get together or why can't Nintendo just do it on the damn selves and give me an app that I, like I'll pay 99 cents or whatever for a copy of like red or blue fuck yeah and play it on my phone and I don't have to buy because I, I don't have a Nintendo like I don't have a Game Boy yeah, I don't want to fucking carry a, a Switch Nintendo Game Boy around I don't understand why they haven't come up with that technology yet. And so I'm sure it's, and it's, it's fine a, look they, hey. they put fucking Grand Theft Auto on ipad it's it's hardware it's all about hardware right for for nintendo they want to sell you a nintendo switch i they get it sell you all that shit which is fine because you know you have it for the kids and stuff but i'm a grown-ass adult i i can't be carrying a nintendo switch around to work however i still want to fucking have the goddamn game on my phone what you do is if a nintendo switch costs two hundred dollars and the Pokemon game costs 50. I don't know. I'll make it up numbers. Charge the game 75 to the fucking phone. 
you're making a profit. You're not making the $250, but you're making some of that charge half, I don't know, $125. You'll have the people that are going to be like, fuck it. Throw that shit on my uh on my. Side. I would not pay one hundred twenty five dollars for poke. I would pour. I would pirate it at that point. Well, obviously that's what everybody does. That's. But I'm not. But I don't. I just. I just want it available. You know, like I said, I, I wonder how much it cost. I think it was like nineteen ninety nine, or something like that. Ten ninety nine, ninety nine, whatever, to buy fucking Grand Theft Auto Vice City. For my iPad. And that's pretty dope. It was dope. It was so much fun playing through it again. Vice City was probably one of the best Grand Theft Auto games because it was the one that introduced buying properties and all that. That was revenue. fun. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I think it's like, it's probably my it's probably my favorite. It's it's my favorite yeah. because of the nostalgia of it. Like I just that was the first one that I like waited for, bought, you know, paid, you know, like got myself or what i don't even actually probably couldn't even buy it myself at that time <laughs> and, yeah, uh, yeah. We're, we were still poor fucking children well what not was, that what was the I, one right after that it wasn't uh, so vice city vice city came out dope as fuck purchase properties fucking you make revenue you buy cars all that kind of shit what was the one right after that that one was a dope one too san andreas oh duh Irvin. Yeah. San Andreas was, yeah, it was, it was Grand Theft Auto three and then Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I hated it. And then Grand Theft Auto San Andreas and then Grand Theft Auto four. San Andreas was, was awesome, but it was, it was so much. It was, it was a lot. They, they went from like, okay, Vice City, awesome. Expanded the universe from uh, DTA three, like super awesome gave you more things to do but then in san andreas i felt like they're like okay now you have gang wars now you have property now you have territory now you have this like they just kept adding so much i was like this is this is a lot and it was Mm -hmm. fun but i that was one of the first games that i was like i cannot finish this this is this is too much this is too much i don't have time for this i gotta go fucking find sluts i don't know i don't know what i was doing at that age i was more that yeah. was college, huh? Uh, it was. Uh, I think it was. Yeah, pretty much. But I think it was. Um, high school, maybe too. I think that was college. Two thousand four. So I know it was high school. Mm. High school, it is. Hmm. And then, but I, but there was so much to do. We were still playing it in college. Yeah, exactly. I don't think they made a, a different one until in college, probably. And yeah, the four. Um, two thousand eight. Yeah, four was two thousand. Yep. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five was. I mean, sorry, Grand Theft Auto Four was two thousand eight. And uh, like, have you played the online stuff? I don't know how uh, we got to this. We switched uh, over to this, but um, um, we're here now. But no. I, in all honesty, like, well, I haven't been able to play video games in forever uh, other than like, I'll go on like a stint of like a week of playing a game or whatever. And, but I, even, even in my heyday of like being able to play games and stuff and like having money to buy games and stuff, I never Mm -hmm. played online. I never did. I never did any of the Call of Duties. I never did. 
like any of that stuff like online oh, dude, where was that? i my and again and this is a personal thing like i get it like it seems like a whole lot of fun and you know i like it a lot angel I mean, loves it a lot yeah like i and i get it like i understand like i understand the draw and i think it's cool and you know you do you but it's that that's just not like that's not how i like to ingest games right um you're an rpg guy huh i like rpgs i do um i like i like action rpgs a lot um mm-hmm. hashtag devil may cry yeah stuff like that i think is pretty dope um but i really like so i like the grand theft auto sandbox feel and so like I've that's played, fun i've played you know, I've been I've been playing them since three, Grand Theft Auto three. And I um you know really loved San I mean um Vice City, which is probably still my favorite. And then um San Andreas yeah. played the shit out of that and you know beat it and played it through a couple of times. Like again, it was from two thousand and four to two thousand and eight, there wasn't a new game. Or I, I they had some like DLCs and stuff that they that they came out with and um, but anyway, I like main titles anyway. And like, I remember playing in the fraternity house with, uh, with Jay Ryan and oh, Jay Ryan Shut and up. just like, like we were, we were both home for, and it was like around like spring break or summer or something like that, where there wasn't like anybody else in the house. So it was just like me and him in my room playing through San Andreas and just laughing our asses off and drinking our asses off. And so like, that was a lot of fun. That's a, that's a good memory. I have on cheap fucking beer. I imagine cheaper. cheaper. Um, that's awesome, dude. That's a great memory. And then, uh, Grand Theft Auto four. I remember buying that for the PlayStation three. Um, and had that and played that through. And then like I can, and I, and I have, of course I have, I bought, Grand Theft Auto Five for P- the PS3, and then I rebought it for the PS4 um, because I lost. Well, my PS3 crapped out, but I rebought it and played it through again. And then when I <laughs> when I was fun employed, this was years ago. When I was fun employed, I got 100% completion on it. And you know, this is very it was, nice. It was like send out send out a couple of emails looking for a job, and then play, and then send out a couple of emails. And then play, and so like I found like all of the what was it the spaceship parts, and I did all the jumps, and I did all of the the tricks that you had to do with the plane, and Jesus, yeah, Jesus like, Christ, without any cheats, no cheats. See, I fucking hated all of that. I was like, this is dumb. I'm like, just get me through the story. So like, so yeah, I like that. I like the story. I like doing all that. I like, and I not that I'm a completionist per se. Like, I, not I don't have to play every game to 100 percent completion because a lot of times oh, I was like, you are a completionist, I was, but to 100 percent to video no. games, no, yeah, because some of it's ridiculous. Like the Grand Theft Auto Five thing was kind of ridiculous, but because you just get into so many like shenanigans, right? Like it's it's yeah. still fun, like while you're trying to do it. Anyway, um, like Red Dead Redemption. Like that's my jam, and I haven't played mm-hmm. the newest Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption Two RDR Two. Like you don't I have it, you didn't buy it. No, because I'm afraid to. 
Oh, <laughs> so you're, you're like, I'll be addicted. I'll, I'll play it forever. Right. And like, and that's like, that's my jam, man. Like I can, it, well, it's a cowboy You game, love that is, fucking world building. What was that one game? You loved it. Like, like I just built it, this world and like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, this is boring as fuck. Like, oh, from, No Man's Sky. No yeah. Man's Sky. Yeah. No, that fuck was, that, that was kind of a, I, that was one of those ones that was, it was supposed to be designed. And that was a huge flop. It's a huge flop. Um, Cause it was, and like, I know that the developer, like there's been a whole bunch of releases that they've done since that game came out, but I quit playing it because they, they released it and they kind I of, I bet the game that is out now is probably closer to what you wanted it to be. It, probably. But the, like, I know that the, the publisher or, or the creator or whatever, the company that made it, they ended up giving people refunds because it was not anything like was advertised. Like it was, it was that big of a fucking deal. Oh, and, wow. And, um, just fucking file. What is it called? Uh, bankruptcy. bankruptcy? Yeah. Let me see. Let me see. No. Chapter nine. Chapter nine. That's what I was trying to say. Chapter nine bankruptcy. Chapter 11. Damn it. So close. <laughs> Guys, I'm also a couple of drinks in here. Apologies. So how to request No Man's Sky refund through the Steam website. So you can yeah, this is back in 2016. How to get a No Man's Sky refund even if you already played it, like the refund process in Steam. So you downloaded it from Steam. And it basically wasn't like, yeah, anyway, it was cool. The music was cool. It was, it was a pretty game. Like it just was advertised to be a lot more than it was. And you were supposed to be able to interact with other players online, but that wasn't, that wasn't the case. They never, they never opened it up. So their whole thing was as well. Yeah. Yeah. You'll, you may run into somebody, but they're supposed to start every player out in there. Like, cause it, it's a basically a never ending universe. They developed this, uh, this algorithm, right. And they where it's automatically creating the universe around you. Anyway, whole big thing. And they basically figured out, no, it's just, nobody's going to interact with anybody else. And everybody got all up in arms. I'm curious how they, what the GTA game is now, because it's all about interaction now. I'm just like, it's it's weird. I don't know what it is. It's like a free range world, like online against other people, but not against them. I'm like, well, you have like the crews, like you can join like crews and you can do it. Who's the fucking leader? I mean, you, okay. Think about it this way. When you were playing your, your phone game, right and you would have, like join like a clan or like a team or whatever like was there a leader yes then there you go it's just like that it's the same thing put i'm putting together okay. a heist and, and and so what do you oh so you put together a heist with the, i don't know I just... and then there's like but then there's like races and like and then like uh last man standing i mean there's all kinds of events like it's crazy shit that they get into up there online again i don't do it I just, I just know of it. Like in it, and they open it up into like a creation mm-hmm. mode so you can build tracks and shit and like race on tracks and like, Oh wow. And they can, you can, <laughs> you can build these tracks that are like way up in the sky and like with shipping containers and like 
the turbine blades and stuff and you have to like drive on the like you're driving like the little moped like through all this shit yeah it's like there's so much stuff out there again it's been around forever literally and and people play it like every day still it's like call of duty i mean granted call of duty they do jump to like the next game in call of duty but like think about the people that have been playing you know how how long between you know one call of duty to the next how long they play that before the next one comes out and then they jump over to that and then get good at that one and then like it's it's actually a year usually um but i think they're they're shifting their um their business idea on that. I don't know. Um, so Black Ops was the last one that I really played. I played a little bit of Warzone, but based off of what uh, the guys are telling me, they're like, oh, dude, they're not making new ones. They're like, basically, they're going to build on this one and then go from there. I was like, that fucking sucks. They're like, yeah, kind of. But yeah, um, we got way off on a tangent here, Trey. We started talking video games based off of technology, based off of cell phones so i am going to wrap this episode up is there anything else that you have to end for the night nope that's it that's all i got nope that's it that's all he's got we're both tired it is damn near midnight where we are from whilst recording this so we want to thank you the fans thank you so much what else about uh cell phones technology video games what did we miss? Tell us, comment, tag your friends. Make sure that you go into Apple Podcast, drop that five star, and tell your friends, family, coworkers, dogs, anybody with an Apple device about this to drop that five star and leave a review. Thank you so much. We'll catch you on the next episode. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends. <laughs>